Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Rabble, this rabble, is Asinine rabble, Radio. Rabble. This is Asinine Radio, Radio, the weekly music podcast, podcast where every week we get into a different band, different artists, we break down the record, we get into the lyrics, the music, how it was made, and everything in between. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Please go do that. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Now that I have the boring intro out of the way, what are we doing today, Jeff? Go. Uh, Billy Talent. Billy Talent. Billy Talent, Billy Talent, their That's first it. record, or the first record is Billy Talent. Let's just say that. Um, yeah, this record. I mean, the reason why. So, we're in Can. Oh. We're we're rounding out Canada season. This is the last thing we're doing for Canada season, and I'm happy about it. I'm I'm happy about it. We were originally going to do Nickelback. Uh, that's what we planned on doing. But as we got through a few Nickelback records, we thought uh, it's just who cares? Who cares at this point? Nothing terrible. Too terrible nothing great and uh, a lot of people have actually been requesting for us to do billy talent on on the pod and we thought why not they're canadian let's get into it and uh it's been fine right we listen to all their records it was fine <laughs> i will i will say we we should have just done fucking nickelback because <laughs> like the expectations for nickelback were so low and they had some fucking yeah. bangers dude in their first they couple albums like oh my yeah. god Dude, that, it, their first album was pretty good. It was solid. Fucking yeah, it was, solid. it was pretty good. So the expectations and, for Nickelback yeah. were low. Um, Billy Talon, I thought I liked a lot more. This band's just kind of like whatever's to me. They just, uh, uh, like this is really like kind of like the best stuff like Canada can put out. Uh, okay, <laughs> whatever. I feel I like, okay, this is the first season that we've done where we've had like almost like a lukewarm reaction to everything that we've done, even with rush, but there was kind of a lukewarm reaction to moving pictures to the rankings. I mean, obviously rush have some amazing fucking records, but it was still expectations were high. Expectations were high for some 41. And generally I think we were kind of disappointed. Yeah. Uh, we're not disappointed, but just not, it wasn't as great. I feel like as we remembered dead man last week, that was just, a weird episode all around. I don't know. Canada season has really fucked us up. Honestly, yeah, Canada really, season's really been tough. Up. There's just maybe just it Canada's hasn't. not it, not that great. I don't know. It's been tough, but it hasn't. It's just been very kind yeah, of like been, eh. very Canadian, very very kind of laid back. Yeah, just nothing too exciting, nothing bad. <laughs> just very run of the mill. Not. I mean, I guess I don't want to offend. Canadians out there, but you know, I will. Canada season's been very C plus B minus. <laughs> not, not, not showing off, not falling behind. You know what I yeah, mean? Just yeah, that yeah. C's get degrees, and that is that's mm -hmm. fine. That's okay. But this is uh, this is what happens. You put out artists that are. <sighs> Billy Town's not are. great ever. <laughs> Billy Town's not great ever. Some forty one was great. Some forty one has yeah. great things. Rush has great things. Neil Young. Neil great. Young. Amazing. Neil Young is the best thing to come out of Canada. Correct. Absolutely. But like so, Billy Talent? Yeah. Meh. I honestly I would have rather done Nickelback. This is this is uh um what do you regretful me here on the pod. I would have rather done Nickelback. At least Nickelback. It's a lot easier to talk shit in a band and it's a lot easier to like praise a band. But Billy Talent's one of those things is just kind of in the fucking middle. Yeah, like, what, they, like, they, what do we have to say about this? Everything's okay. Talking about riding the fence, man. It's just, I, because at least with the Foo Fighters, like with the Foo Fighters, they're so vanilla that you can just talk shit on them. Like it's easy to talk shit on them, especially too because they're so fucking popular. But Billy Talent never has never reached that that height of Foo Fighters. They just popularity wise, musically, creatively, they're just down the middle. At it's, best, it's just at best. <laughs> Because even the Foo Fighters, yeah. dude, like even when the Foo Fighters are writing generic pop songs, right? 
like at least they're still good pop songs. When Billy Talent tries mm-hmm. to write good pop songs, they're just kind of like, eh, that's really not a good pop song, dude. But it's also not fair because these aren't bad songs on this record. There's no, there's, okay, so let's 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 step back a little bit, you know, relax a little bit. Reel it in. Um, let's uh, let, let's get into our origin story of Billy Talent, and then we'll get into our first impressions of this record, and then we'll talk about the songs, the stinkers, if we got them, all that good stuff. So, yeah, what's your what's your origin story with the Billy Talents? My my true origin story is this is how it goes. I don't remember where I heard it, how I heard it. I remember I liked that song because it was so fucking dumb, so weird. I think I tried to download it on Kazaa at some point, or I downloaded something else, and this is what I got. But I like that song, and and I had never heard any of the other songs until mm-hmm. way way later, like decades later. And then Billy Talent Two came out, and I love that album. That was that was high school era. Ryan, friend of the pod, Ryan fucking loved it, and that was just like a thing that we liked, and it was a good album. I thought it was the a good album. album. Yeah, the second album. Second album came on '06. We were already done with high school. But that's high school era. '06 is come on. That's high school oh, era, bro. We had oh. just graduated high school. That's high school yeah, era. Okay. Okay. Until until mm. you turn 21, that's high school era. That's <laughs> okay. high school era stuffs, and 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 it was just it was a part of like. It was it was it was something that you could relate something for that us our group could relate to our non music friends like oh you like this album I also like this album let's put it on all the time because like with you and I That's we could put on fucking like anything and it's like we'll find some common ground there but like with our friends that didn't like music as much as we did we had to kind of I don't want to say pretend to like we had to force feed ourselves Billy Talent and ACDCs and. <laughs> and some of these other groups, you know what I mean? To find that yeah, common yeah. ground where we're driving around aimlessly at night. So Billy Talent 2 hit hit way harder. And uh, I, I do have way more nostalgia for Billy Talents too. But um, yeah, my, my true origin story is Billy, or uh, uh, This Is How It Goes was the first song mm-hmm. I ever heard by Billy Talent. But I don't remember where I heard it. I don't. So my, I, the first thing I ever heard was Try Honesty. And it was actually the music video on MTV2. I believe it was MTV too. Either way, it was MTV. It was really late at night and the video came on and it was it was one of those things. Never heard a band like this before. It was weird. It was quirky. It was kind of fast. There was weird screaming. It kind of hit everything that I liked, but nothing really blew me away. Once again, very kind of middle ground. Like they're they're riding the fence of being aggressive, being weird, but they never go they never go all in on anything. It's weird. I, I, they're such an interesting band in that sense, and and yeah. So so yeah. That that was the first time I heard them was was the video for Try Honesty, and uh, I went and I don't. I think I just. I think I downloaded the the record off of off of uh, maybe because no. I would never really use because uh, I was using some torrent. I don't even remember what torrent what fucking thing I was using, but I downloaded the record. I burned the CD. Yeah, I pirated whatever, you know, who cares um, at this point. So I pirated it and then I burned a copy for girlfriend of the pot at the time, Jessica. And she really liked this record a lot. So we, her and I listened to the CD a ton, like early high school around the time when the album came out. So we listened to it a lot. So that's where like my, a lot of my nostalgia is held with hanging out with Jessica, listening to Billy Talent or listening to this record at least. And, um, and then after this record, I just, I, after maybe like a year or two, I just kind of stopped caring. And then the second record came out and I was working at Tower Records and we got the promo CD for it like two months before the record came out. And I would play it in the store and I just didn't really, I said, that's ah, fine. But then like you're saying, with some of our friends who aren't really in, into music, they really like that second Billy Talent record. So just kind of by proxy, I got into it, into the second record, not really liking it, but just hanging out with friends and the nostalgia that came along with that. Um, but really the origin story is, is, is earlier high or kind of early high school watching it on, on MTV, hanging out with Jessica and all that kind of shit. So that's my, my origins. Uh, first impressions though. What do you, what do you got on What do you got on it? <laughs> so like even though first, we kind of went over it, but first, uh, first yeah. impressions in my head, is I I thought this was going to be a damn near perfect album. I really did, because 
I think this is how it goes is their best song. I think that is hands down okay. their fucking best song. That is song that song is a beyond banger. It is so goddamn good for me. It is it is perfect in every single way. And it's the opening track. And I thought like, yeah. oh yeah, dude, fuck yeah, let's do Billy Talent One because that's gonna be their best album for sure, based off of that one song. And then listening to it, I was like, wow, this is not very good. This album is just not very good <laughs> at all. I don't, I don't, uh, I, I kind of don't like this album that much. I don't have any stinkers, um, but I, I think you only have like four bangers. And even then, like three out of the four are just kind of like, ah, I'm kind of just fishing a little bit here. But I really do truly believe that this is how it goes is, is one of the greats from, from the, not only this band, but like kind of like this, this genre of music, this weird pop mm-hmm. punky, alt rock, goth, like post hardcore thing. It's it's something a little bit different, but they just never, they never capitalized. They never they never furthered that sound. They never perfected it. It's just that's a that's a one off. I think that's the best way of putting it. They never perfected one sound. They just did all these sounds good or well. I don't want to say good because that's bad grammar, but they just did it well. Um, yeah, just they just they never did anything great. It's so. Ah, it's so weird, and I feel like we're gonna constantly say that throughout this episode, because there's just there's not that much to talk about. Um, I this so we, we when we did the rankings episode just earlier today tonight, we talked about how a lot of the records start off super super strong, and then quickly drop off the edge. Same goes for this record. The first yeah. four tracks, first four songs, fucking bangers, man. And I hadn't listened to this record in probably 12 13 14 years same dude like it's been a it's been a long time and i've always liked billy talent i've or i i thought i liked him a lot i've always thought um, i liked billy talent too <laughs> i know it's so weird but it's nostalgia man that's that the, the nostalgia really took over and when when i threw it on earlier this week when i threw this record on i was stoked i was so excited i was so happy you know Fucking this is how it goes. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about this song. I forgot about Try Honesty. I forgot about the first four tracks. And I was I was so ex- excited and just thinking about like, you know, just m- memories and things like that. Really, really happy. And then I just kind of zoned out <laughs> after the first four songs. I just, I completely zoned out and I forgot what where I was in the album. And that's how it was the rest of the record. And I went back, I've listened, I listened to this record four times this week. And, um, and it wasn't until the last time where I really kind of, I, I made myself focus on each song. So I rarely ever do this to where I had to listen to like two songs at a time and then take a break. Dude, same. Like today, I 20, did it. 25. Yeah. So I was at it work was hard. Today. It was hard. I had a slow day at work today. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do two. I'll do two songs at a time. And that's what I did. And that's how I got through the record. And the lyrics didn't help. I mean, the lyrics, they're kind of ambiguous, but they're not that. They're fine. The lyrics are fine. They're not <laughs> bad. They're not great. It's not Once interesting. Again, I don't, I'm not interested in them. Yeah. I just, it's so, I hate talking shit on the band because they're not bad, but they're not super exciting. They're unique. They're definitely unique. They, 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 they have the uniqueness in them. It's just never translated well outside yeah, they of the few ex- songs. Yeah, exactly. They never executed it really well. And you know what's crazy too? They're, I like the guitars a lot. The guitar player, I forgot it's like, I forgot his name right now, but Ian, he's actually a really good guitar player. He has some, yeah, it's a weird name, but he, um, he has some really cool guitar parts and, you know, I kind of watch like some of the breakdowns of him playing guitar or playing some of these riffs. Like, dude, that's some, like, that's some pretty cool, pretty cool, um, like chord progressions. Like he does some interesting stuff and it, but when he does play, he doesn't play the parts long enough to really catch your attention. It's weird. Did, did you did you pick up on that? Like he would do a really cool riff, but only do it for a very very short amount of time, and maybe do it once or twice more throughout the rest of the song. Otherwise, you're just getting like this a kind of generic kind of chugging or generic kind of guitar line. The but way, the more exciting riffs, he never expanded on. He never the, played them longer. It was the way weird. the way he played guitar, I could I could I could compare it to Noodles from The Offspring. Because that's the way he plays. That's the way he wants to play guitar. He wants to incorporate all of these power chords into the choruses, and he wants to be really wily and 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 squirrely and stuff. But 
it's never melodic. Like Noodles is fucking melodic. The dude knows how to incorporate six power chords into a chorus and keep your attention. I think he wants to be Noodles, but he just doesn't know how. I but, also think they, they don't have the speed. That's another thing too. All, all the songs are pretty mid-tempo. But I think what makes them kind of unique is like they have a lot of there, there's 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 a lot of dynamic like the the quiet and loud, but even then, it's done in a weird sporadic way. I don't know. I, it's this a, band weird. This band, especially this album, like one one influence that that I thought like holy shit, dude! Almost every fucking song sounds like this other band. That I thought like <laughs> in any in so many different ways. But this band had to have taken. I, I googled it. I couldn't find anything that was like concrete. But dude, this band took so much from At the Drive-In. There's yeah, I hear, so I, yeah. fucking much At the Drive-In, and it was funny because I didn't realize it until today. But even when I, I texted the Jim Ward thing, I was like, dude, yeah. this band, this band is At the Drive-In. Just they, they're trying to not be At the Drive-In. But goddamn, you're At the Drive-In. <laughs> well, people who who didn't listen to the rankings episode. Earlier this week, I texted Jeff and I said, dude, uh, not really on this record, but the ones after this, he sounds so much like Darren from System of a Down. And you're like, dude, I thought the same thing. And you said, also, the backup vocals sound like Jim Ward. And then once you told me that, it all clicked. And I, that, it just, dude, it, it, yeah, it's Darren and Jim Ward. But on this record, I totally agree with you that the drive-in influence is absolutely there. But they never... They never got quite as aggressive. They never got quite as wild. They never got quite as melodic. Once again, they they just stayed middle, like in yeah. the middle. Like they, Absolutely. It's like because like when you look at a band like another 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 band I, I can kind of compare Billy Talent to, especially at the time, would be Thursday. Like that first Thursday record, Full Collapse. Ooh. I hear a lot of that too, but Full Collapse was like really an album that was trying to sound like um, Relationship of Command. Yeah. Really, that's what they were good trying album, to do on though. that record. That's, that's pretty good album. Relationship? No, uh, the Thursday album. Oh. I, I, it's, Wait, you it's, like it? It's cute. It's it's cute and it's of its All time. All you've ever done is talk shit on it. But it's like it's cute. Like like the Finch album, dude. Like it's cute. <laughs> it's, uh, what do you call it? Endearing. Endearing because <laughs> Endearing, of, like, okay. Yeah. I guess it's like, like a demeaning way of saying... That is cute, I guess. Endearing. That it's is cute. Kind of shit. Okay. But it's yeah. cute. It's like a, a it's fr- cute, friend yeah. of the pod. Uh, I don't want to say his name, but he makes a lot of like pop punky kind of tunes. Like, and he was in a band in high school that I liked a lot. And oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's not very good, but like, it's cute, and I like. You know. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I know. I know who you're talking about. What you're talking That's, about? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's cute. <laughs> it's good. I like it. It's fine. Man, way to be like super. Uh, what's the what's the term? Not not just hyper regional, but uh, Nor- I don't know. Anyway, normally I would I would call anybody out, but like this guy's. All, I've I I've, I was not his friend per se, but like I've I've yeah you know through just proxy and being in high school, but he's always been fucking nice. I've never Dude, seen. He, him not I almost be just nice. said his name too. I almost just said. His name. So I I, I I I'm not gonna he say his so name nice. because he's, he's he's only been nice ever. He's such a sweet dude. <laughs> I, he is so. I mean, we used to hang out in high school, and dude, he is so. He's such a, a nice guy. He's a cool such dude. Nice like every party you've ever been to, even like friends of friends yeah. of friends, and he was there, and he was always like, "Yeah, they, you know, just, I don't know, nice guy." Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't it's matter. no fun if you don't know what we're talking about. Um. Anyway, Owen two. I have fun. Uh. <laughs> so let's get into your banger. Um, this is how it goes. How is that not your number one B? That is my four B. I don't, I don't think like, like <laughs> this is how it goes is, is just like my one B. I think this, this is their best song. I think this is the only song they've done. Uh, maybe even like, like devil in the midnight mass, but like, these are beyond bangers. These are, these are, these are beyond bangers. I think this is how it goes is objectively and subjectively their best song. That is that is a statement. That is those I are do. words. Dude, we're starting it off with really that riff that and the hi hat that's the bass kind of follows along with it too. It's so stupid. Like it's 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 noodles guitar riffs 
It's fucking post-hardcore yeah. stuff, kids, like trying to like be cool. This is not quite at the drive-in sounding yet, but we'll get into that living in the shadows because that's straight up fucking at the drive-in sounding song. But yeah. dude, this is how it goes. This is his most wild vocals that we've seen in Billy Talent. Not not Pez Watouche, but like in Billy Talent, this is his wildest vocal performance. No, you're right. And I mean, the, the verses though are very robotic. It has that that kind of robotic, almost like Devo kind of delivery. I mean, he doesn't sound like Mark Mark Mothers Bob, but Me are the Devo. delivery, the delivery is there for sure. But then it, but then yeah, it drops into that that pretty aggressive chorus that is very reminiscent of of at the driving with the screaming over that riff because that riff is really cool too. Not not the not the opening riff, but the the big heavier heavier riff in the later part of the intro, like 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 heavy like like on the E and then they go into the high E. Once again, he so that's a big thing that I noticed this week about this record is that he loved to do the low and the high or the quiet and loud. He loved the dynamics, the 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 complete opposites of one another, and he did it a lot on this record. And he did it. He actually did it well, but he just didn't do it. Like I said, he didn't do it long enough to really kind of keep your attention you know what i mean he did do it well he was essentially playing like like he was like he was playing two guitar parts he was overshadowing like the bass lines with his lower end guitar and then yeah then immediately going up and hitting those high notes and like the 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 bridge Mm -hmm. in this that's so one screw my head that part and then like the high guitar parts i don't know it's cool i like (laughs) his tone just like that too i think i think like like the biggest problem for me for this album too is is like the production i think the production sounds kind of like shit i think really i just i don't don't think it's it's that dynamic i think it's very flat i think everything sounds just kind of like eh. i don't think nothing nothing punches nothing really comes out and jumps out at me and says here we go here's a fucking drop and then it drops it's just like here's a drop you ready here we go okay I think All like right. in in like modern like the last ten years this sounds fantastic, but I guess yeah of the time like late nineties early two thousands, the production was a little is a little, a little weak, because yeah you don't the transitions weren't great, but I also think the transitions weren't great because, the playing the playing wasn't that great. Not to say that Aaron's a bad drummer or anybody is is bad in the band because nobody's bad, but. It's just the songs aren't they they aren't quite there. Well they're all I, I also think they're all trying to do something different. I think like Ben the singer, he's he's fucking uh, dude, he's so wild. He's so unique. Yeah. And I think his Nobody vocals like I think his vocals are wasted in this band. Like like man, that sucks, dude. Like the way you sing on This Is How It Goes, that my heart explodes. And like, dude, nobody can nobody can pull off that high part. Even like even like some of like Davy Havoc's higher vocal parts, dude. Like he can't pull off that annoying, that, like that screechy, that gr- that grating sound. Like nobody can fucking do that. But then you follow it yeah. up with just like song after song, album after album of just chud. Like what a waste! <laughs> what a waste! I I think like this band is is Ian the guitarist and then Ben. I think like John is Jonathan John John on the bass. He's fine. And then Aaron, I, I don't know. He's a drummer trying to keep up, but yeah. Eh. Did yeah. you look up the the producer too? Like he hasn't done yeah. like all he does. All he did like bare naked lady fucking albums. <laughs> he did like three bare naked ladies. Yeah, just, and not even like good bare naked ladies. Yeah, he's in like like later like Hoobastank and just he did a Cancer Bats record, which was I mean they're a cool band, but they're a I cool don't know. Band. Just yes. <laughs> Not a great band. I don't know. Cool yeah, his band. his track record is just mediocre. Like even the producer. No, I mean, I it's it's not fair talking shit on him because I mean he didn't do a bad job producing this record, but it's just like his his discography is just for me ugh. the the biggest thing, especially today. Like because today, like my opinions changed even more after listening to Watouche by Pez by Bill Talent. I just thought like if you're if you're if you're a group. Like what, what Watouche needed was just more money in the production aspect. And, yeah. and if, if you're the producer, if you're the band, like how can we harness this energy? And it's okay, let's hire somebody who actually knows what they're doing. Let's pay them big money. And, and they're like, they're already signed to Atlantic at this point. They're already signed to like a big label. And so they're putting big money into this. 
and like this is how, this is what comes out of it. Like th- this, the raw energy from Watouche now translates to this is how it goes, which I get it. It's fucking dude, that's fantastic. But the rest of the album never recovers from this is how it goes. It just doesn't. The first fourth, I honestly though the first I don't, fourth. I don't like I don't like living in the shadows. I think that's an okay song at best. Really? Yeah, I do. That that's my one B. Oh, let's let's, let's do this one, baby boy. <laughs> I do. I think this is like I think this is pretty mid tier shit, dude. This is pretty mid tier really? pacing. Everything about this is mid tier. I like his vocals in this one because they match the music a little bit. Yeah, but there's a lot of like post hardcore in this song, and very maybe very, that's why I like it. Very I Jim Ward like in those it. background harms, and those staccato like those staccato yeah. guitar rhythms are very at the driving sounding. And actually, this whole song is fucking. It very, is. It's very out the spirit. Yeah, it it very much is. I, and just the, the back and forth too of the of the the well, first of all, the riff is very heavy, um, but also the mixing of the back and forth of the distorted, 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 distorted low end guitar part, like with the high, the high, um, the high clean. It was really well done. That like that's really some shit that Omar and Jim would do without the drive-in or you hear a lot with like new metal of the late nineties, you know, but it's two guitar players, but this guy does it with just one and he does it really well, especially considering some of these songs are a little bit faster and it's harder to kind of pull that off successfully. And he does. And, and, and I do like that, but it does definitely have that, that post hardcore at the drive-in feel to it. Um, the vocals and the verses though, they're so over the top Billy talent, but it's good. It's charming. It's endearing. That's what you, expect from Billy talent. But then like we were saying, you get 40 minutes, you get, get to the end of this record 40 minutes later. And it's just like, dude, okay, I've got my fill of these vocals. Like you can only take so much of it. Um, but there was also sings. something about the, yeah. And there's something about the verses too, that sounded like another band, but not at the drive-in. It's another band, but I, I couldn't place it. Do you, do you have like, did you hear something else? Or no, just, you just I I, I aggressively heard at the like I like this band could have been an at the driving cover band before they started. Like an all time yeah. low was like a like a Blink cover band, and like like all these other bands are <laughs> cover bands. Like this could have been an at the driving cover band before they became Billy Talent. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I wonder if they, I wonder if they ever toured together. They uh, I wonder if they ever did. Like in the mid '90s, late '90s. I could, dude. I couldn't find any. I just I typed in Billy Talent. At the drive-in, and then like, that was it. And I could no not find anything. Huh? No, nothing. Weird, weird. I also, you know, in 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 the chorus of this song, I think they did the bat the the back and forth vocals really well. Once again, the screaming with the the background clean vocals, the back and forth was solid. And that, I think that was the thing that that made this my one B was was the chorus with the back back and forth vocals. I really, really did like that part. Um, but, you know, these first four songs, they're all kind of the same. Outside of Try Honest, Try Honesty sounds the most different out of the first four songs, but the other three are they're pretty much the same. Honestly, out, outside so. of the first four songs, no. Five songs. No. Yeah, four songs. I only have one banger. Really? Every, yeah. So Shit. Uh, because yeah. I mean, once again, like I feel like this album is pretty top heavy. Um, there's a couple songs that really stand out. Like the last song stands out a lot. Yeah, that's my Not, that's my that's my three B. Is it your three B? I mean, it's a good song. But actually, I want to go back to the lyrics on um, on this is how it goes because I feel like these are the only lyrics that. Not the only lyrics. But this song specifically the, is like the, the, that is is the only one we absolutely have to touch upon. Yeah. So. Uh, this is how it goes. The lyrics were at the time it, they said that it was about a friend of theirs who had like, you know, a, a debilitating disease and it was just kind of talking about that and just their, their, his emotions about it. And then, so this record came out in 02, um, in 2006, Aaron, the drummer came out and said, the song's actually about me. I have multiple scler- scler- multiple sclerosis, which is a terrible, terrible disease. Uh, and he's been struggling with it since the late nineties. And even to this day, he actually had to retire from the band. Not retire, but go on hiatus from the band in 2016. He's had 
you know, a drummer come in, but he's still part of the band. He's still in the photo. Yeah, shoots. it's so fucking dope, dude. Like, like he yeah. he retired from the band, but at any point, the any time, like he can come into the band and play or do a photo shoot or sign, they have him there. Yeah, it's like, did you That's watch those little cool, yeah. uh, those little videos on Spotify? Uh I don't have Spotify so, videos. Yeah, so if you scroll down, you might have to switch that setting on. But if you, when you listen to this record, if you scroll down a little bit on the song, whatever song you're listening to, it'll say, oh, here's the 20th anniversary of the record. Here's the band talking about the album a little bit. Um, and yeah, he's in, and Aaron, the drummer, he's there in the video with the other three guys. But you can see his legs are a little like contorted and shit because he's obviously suffering from it. Um, but like he talks about the album and it's just, it's cool that, you know, since 2016, there's still five six seven years later that he's still a part of the band and and i think it's so cool too that it's been the same guys since they formed in like 92 or 93 yeah and there's like they've it's like rammstein they've never they've never switched out members they've always i mean i don't know how billy talent is but rammstein have always said like if it's not if one of us is not in the band the band's not going to make it they're not going to make music we're not going to tour you know that's that's always been their stance since the early 90s and they've stuck to it and i feel like billy talent have as well and it's it's so rad so I, yeah, I, I, I'm on Spotify now. I don't see like the, the video thing. Maybe well, sometimes do you have the things, the setting on where when you play some, some songs by certain bands, it'll play like a looped video for like five seconds. No, over and over again. Okay, the, well there is a setting on your Spotify where you could turn that on, and that's what happened. That then yeah. that's what I have turned on, so you could look at like the little special features and shit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I I do think that's cool. I think it's cool that they they incorporate him into the 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 band. I guess because he is part of the band and and have not faltered. Um, this may seem this this may sound a little 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 dark, but I think it's because the band doesn't really go anywhere anyway, right? If this was like <laughs> if we're talking the Foo Fighters here, like you know and. Taylor died like how fast they replace him type of thing so but like yeah okay. even the Foo Fighters who gives a fucking shit about the Foo Fighters anyway that band sucks so I don't know man I don't know dude like does Zeppelin replace Bonham no so no. so like can you replace people like of course you can like none everybody in this band is replaceable except for the singer if this if the singer is not a part of this band then this band does not exist and even he is not that great in this band I think he's iconic and, and useful, but I don't. I just don't think this band utilizes his his talents to their, ooh, Billy talent, his to their Billy full talents. potential. His yeah. Billy talents too. That's got to be a thing. <laughs> Utilizing your Billy talents to the to their full potentials, um, but that's cute. And, yeah, and then like this is how it goes. They they circling back here, um, unless it was like pertinent that you want. You talked about whatever you wanted to say, right? Real quick. No, I was just gonna talk about the band name, but no, continue your thought, and then we'll talk about the band name. So yeah, like circling back to this is how it goes. This is uh, this the song is. It, I think that's amazing, dude. Like, like he like Ben was so passionate about like man, this sucks. My friend like has his like debil- possibly like debilitating disease that will fuck you up at some point. And and like I I I've I've seen it because one of my family members who I don't even fucking like anyway. Not that it makes a difference, I guess. But he had it, and it's just like damn, that mm. fucks you up, dude. You get fucked up. Like yeah. hardcore fucked up, and that's cool that he was still able to write a song about the situation while not mentioning any names and still keeping it private due to like respect of like the drummer, right? Yeah, like yeah, that's absolutely. fucking cool, dude. And like, and even like interviews, he's like, yeah, it was about like a friend of ours who had this, and years later, he's like, yeah, it was about me. Like, damn, dude, that's that's respect right there that's that's it mad is. respect that's just I like keep that a secret fuck yeah that's just like a solid friendships that's a, really that's, that's what it is that's just being a good dude right there yeah absolutely. raise your glass to a good dude that's a good dude <laughs> and and reading reading about the band too like man there's nothing written about this band like not only is their music pretty vanilla or just kind of good just there's no there's no like crazy party stories there's no no outside nothing. of the ms which is like a huge tragedy yeah that's it's terrible but i mean and i i tried looking for stuff about this band too but there's just they're just a band that's all they are and there even like a... when you read their wikipedia it's all fluff like 80% of their wikipedia is fluff 
Yeah. And that's why I just wanted to search more outside of that because there was, I got nothing. I got nothing from, from anything, from any source. It was just, they're just there. I've just, I've never, I've never experienced a band like that is just so, just, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know, man. He, um, there was this cool story of like, of like Ben, the singer, and he met Eddie Vedder at some point, like backstage and, he was just fanboying over him and, and, and Eddie Vedder was just kind of like laughing and giggling and like, who are you, dude? Like, why are you like, like, aren't you on tour right now and headlining shows? And so like, that was kind of like cute to see even like a grown man. Cause like, you know, we would do the same fucking thing, right? No matter how successful oh, yeah. he would be, like he put us in a room with Tom DeLonge and Mark, like we're going <laughs> to giggle and make fucking dick jokes and be stupid. Who cares? You know what I mean? So yeah. it was cool. It was cool to like watch or read that article and, and, see like Eddie Vedder make fun of Ben from Billy Talent for fanboying over Eddie Vedder. And that was cute. Yeah, that's cool. I mean I do like how modest they are too. Like I I don't want to talk shit on the man, but they all just seem like really nice. I watched some interviews. They seem so nice, so down to earth, so appreciative I mean, of that's, everything. That's the Canadian, no? And we, <laughs> and when you watch them like talk to each other for a band that's been around for 30 years fuck that's crazy to think about that's been around so for 30 years long. they all seem like they still like each other they all like laugh and they look at each other when they talk to each other they're not like talking just to the interviewer or the camera they're looking at each other and like having a conversation with each other it was like you don't see that from bands especially bands who've been around for that long you know it, we, we talk about like a band like deep purple who put out 14 records in 10 years but they fucking hated each other this band's been around for 30 years and they they still act like they're best friends or they probably are best friends. You know, it's just, they just, they're so nice. They're, they're so nice. Fucking Canadians, man. Fucking Canadians. Fucking Canadians. Dude, I was just going to say fucking Canadians. But okay. So their original band name was Pez. Uh, that, that was a name for like six years. I believe it was seven Shit years. Band name. Yeah. And then they got, they got like a cease and desist or like a lawsuit against some American band with the same name. So they changed the name to Billy Talent, which I think is a stupid name. But I fucking whatever. love that name. I think really? it's a dope just, name. And then like it comes from some word. book called yeah. Hardcore Logo. Fucking cool. <sighs> I don't know, man. I just it's whatever. It, most band names are stupid. I mean, look at my favorite band. Look at Corn with a K and a backwards R. Like that's I mean, so that's, fucking stupid. That's objectively stupid, so. <laughs> at least it's kind of creative. It's Billy like, Talent is just like once again, why? It's not bad. It's not good. It's not unique. It's not different. It's just why? It is. It is like it's, it's name. It's name of somebody, and it's from like so like the hardcore logo thing. It's a, it's a mockumentary essentially. That was, it was a movie, but it was adapted from a book. And like Billy Talent was, I think that the the guitarist or the bass player. I think it was a guitarist. I don't remember. So like they all had, it was like it was like a Spinal Tap right so it's like Billy Talent was tap. their guitarist. Why did you say it like that? What did I say it? You're like you said it like Spinal Tap. You spinal said tap. it really weird. You said it really weird. It was spinal. I was I was probably subconsciously doing my Christopher Walken impression. Spinal Tap. That was my best Christopher Walken impression. Yes. On on point. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Franklin. <laughs> Only for the true yeds there. But yeah, B- D- Billy Talent's a cool fucking name. I love that name. It's rad. It's cool. Yeah, it's Dude, it's living fine. in the shadows your one B. Are you kidding me right yeah, now? Are you joking my yeah. asshole right now? I don't I don't joke asses. You know I don't joke. Oh them. my god. Okay. <laughs> what do you have lyrically on it? That's something. Um, which one? Living in the shadows or this is how it goes? Well, we talked about this is how it goes, so I'm Well moving on also to like this is how it goes. It's not just about like like his specific dealing with MS, but it's also just kind of like like trailer park boys right like oh that's the way she goes dude like it's <laughs> it's kind of like dealing with it right like that's oh, yeah kind yeah. of the way it goes man that sucks that i'm sorry mean, and it sounds very like nonchalant and kind of douchey when i say it but that's once uh, again that's what the trailer park about. boys is canadian oh god it's all making sense oh man oh man terrible and Trailer Park Boys, I, I do think it's funny. I do think it's funny. I don't That's think it's so fucking funny. I don't think it's as funny as, as like you guys make it out to be, but I do think it's, it's so funny. fucking hilarious. <laughs> I do think it's funny. <laughs> but you also said the same shit about Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
and you ended up loving it. So come on, it's not funny. I, I've never, I've never thought Curb was like like not funny, but it's not as funny as Seinfeld. It's funnier. It's funnier than Seinfeld. No, it is not. Not even no. Not any. Got way, more belly laughs. No. Got bigger laughs from Curb than I ever did from Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld, but uh, no. Curb Curb is Curb is fine. Curb Curb is good, like B team for Seinfeld. Yes, I agree. Ugh, you're so stupid. It's true. Moving God on. Damn. Moving on. Yeah. Zero and two. Uh. Anyway. I know your question was. You lyrics. Had a question, then, so, I yeah, had. I, I was asking about lyrics for "Living in the Shadows," but fuck it, I can move on. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. So, what's your what's your two B? Uh, line and sinker. Line and stinker. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, my that's my three B. So yeah. what do you got on it? Fourth track. I uh, I forgot about this song. This is one of the songs that when it came on, I was like, holy shit, I fucking remember this song. This was fun. Yeah. This was exciting for me. It's so goddamn good, but it's so goofy. It's so cheesy and dumb. That scream that he does, absolute mayhem. And like, it's, <laughs> he's not even, at a certain point, he's not even saying anything. He's just screaming. He's just like yeah. yelling and he's pretending to say things because you heard him say things in the previous line. But now he's just screaming, and I like that. He is, and, and there's a lot going on here. The, the bass is jumping from like low to high, that like low to high scale that he's doing. The guitars are doing yeah, like aggressive chords with some like little leads thrown in. Obviously, the harms are on point with the highs and the lows. And but like, but once thought, again, it's like this song. At this point in the record, already, I got to this, and I and I remember this song, and I do really like this song a lot. But it's like, oh shit, I already heard this on on living in the shadows like the back and forth you know vocals in the chorus with the the clean and distorted it's it's still very formulaic and it sounds a lot like that other song i just we're already hearing the repetition four songs in i I do like the song a lot and it is my 3p but i do like the aggressive stuff that they do and i agree his screaming is on point on the song and he's a great he has a great scream which you know, after the second record, he really stopped doing. Kind of sucked because he was really he, good at it. He's really good at it. He's really good at it, but I don't think the band is good enough to supplement it. Even the guitarist, yeah. I think the guitarist is a good man. The guitarist is a, this band just needs a really good rhythm guitarist. Yeah, you're because, right. Yeah, like like he, like like even though he's not a great lead guitarist. He has a lot of cool ideas. He has a lot of cool ideas he's throwing around. He knows how to like go from low ends to high ends. But like this band just needs like a good like Malcolm Young to fucking drive things home and to really like keep the pace and like keep the energy and aggression. Otherwise, they can't match the vocals and they can't let whatever the fuck the Ian's uh Ian Ian the guitarist Ian to see or something like that. Mm, they, yeah. they it won't let Ian do what he does best. And that's just kind of be a little bit weird, a little bit quirky on the guitar. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I line, agree with you. Line, a rhythm guitarist would, would add so much, would add so much to this, to this band, to this record, especially. Did you just open a beer? I did. I What'd did open? open a beer. Buddy? Curious light. Curious light, baby. <laughs> no line. <laughs> do you like whenever I, like, I I can hear whatever you're doing over like your little your little subtle claps when you like think nobody's <laughs> listening and you clap by I know. yourself? <laughs> Every fucking time you call it out, it's so <laughs> so obnoxious. Like, like, so like also this one, dude. This one sounds so much like an at the driving song. I I don't think it's quite one arm scissors, but like that that like scissors can burn trail smothered in trail with the cargo, cargo bay. bay. Like that part, that part, that dee dee dee, that descending like bass, the dee 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 dee. I get a lot of fucking out the drive in here, dude. So much. They try, man, dude. The out the drive in comparison is just it's spot on. It's spot on. Right, this fucking album, dude. I swear to God, man, this album, like these guys had to have listened to out the drive in and thought, like, hey, we could do this, but you have a weird voice, so let's let's also do that. And instead of making something unique, which they kind of did, they just kind of like regurgitated at the drive-in with a unique vocalist. Which a lot of bands were doing. It's and not, and, and it's yeah. fine. It's fine. And it's okay. I don't mind it. I don't care. It's it's, it's great. It's only a year or two after at the drive-in or, or, or relationship even came out. So it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. But 
the fact that they fell so for me that they fell so hard after this, like unique wise, like that's I don't know. It's it's very telling of the of uh, the band, honestly. Yeah. Because it's like it's like they lost focus. It's like they were so excited to do something that they loved, and they did it, and then they just that was it. Like they they didn't they couldn't recover from it. It's weird. It, like and they never they never tried to. Like this is the only record outside of Watouche that they ever tried to like push their own abilities. After this record, there are glimpses of it, but it's just straightforward, run of the mill. And their records aren't the shortest records. Most no. of them are at least like, like fuck, at least man? 40, 40 minutes to almost an hour. These should be long. 25, 30 minute records. Yeah. Like There's if no you cut out for it, you could cut out like four of these songs, three, four of these songs and make it like a tight, tight 28, 30 minutes. It would have been way better, way, way better. But so whatever, I've, what are you gonna I've, do? I have four bangers. Plus I have one five B, which is try honesty, which mm-hmm. is like, like mm, that's, I, I gave it a B just because like the nostalgia is attached to it a little bit. But other than that, dude, it's like song six, the X, River Below, Standing in the Rain, fucking oh, that was, that Cut was the Curtains, cool. Prisoners of Today, and Nothing to Lose. All of those songs I could completely do without. <laughs> Six cut songs, the, half of these songs, cut them out completely because I do not fucking care about them at all. Cut the Curtains and River Below were almost, they were almost bangers. Almost bangers. Honestly, <sighs> though, the only songs I, I, I really care to talk about are Try Honesty because it was like their big hit. And then voices of the voices of violence, almost a voice of the voiceless. But we're not doing rage today, today, well, dude. Well, um, try try so, honesty is the yeah. most played song on Spotify from this album. Yes, and that irritates me. That's that's bothersome. Well, I mean, it was also not, the, it was the single. I mean, it makes sense. It was a single. It has the video. It, it, it draws even, the most nostalgia even, from the even record. Even because it was a fucking single, dude. Like, nobody fucking knows this band. Nobody gives a shit about this fucking band. This is uh, Billy Talent, dude. The Canadians. <laughs> at, at the drive-in sounding Canadians. Who gives a shit? That's Ugh. true. Oh, these music videos, too, are all just like, come on, Yeah, the, the, but they were so like, of its some, time, too. Put some, put some money into these, at least. Put some effort into it. But My they weren't. God. They, they had no budget. Oh. I mean, come on. These, that was the style of video at this time. These smaller indie bands that had like no budgets, and they made these. Why is why is videos. why is like the sweater song by Weezer on Blue? Like, why is that music video so fucking good? It's so basic. Well, it was right? it was also filmed by Spike Jones, who's oh. like. Uh, I mean, at the Spike time, he Jones, wasn't like a renowned. Who? <laughs> Stupid. Just how, it's so it's hard to compare. It's hard to compare. You know, a Spike Jones directed video to some. Essentially, at the time, obscure Canadian band, but try honesty. I, I mean, this is this is my this is my two B. Really, I, it's as high as it is. I think because of nostalgia, because this was the song that got me into this band, this album. Um, you know, I I, I I did listen to this album a ton because or this song a ton, and the chorus is really it's a catchy song. It's a really really catchy song, but I feel like we're kind of like splitting hairs here, man. It's I think we're. We're, we're we're really really repeating ourselves because yeah. we've already done it a lot. I, I, honestly, I just I, like every one of these songs. My my notes turn into how can I compare this to At the Drive-In, and this one specifically, <laughs> this one's very At the Drive-In. It starts off like typical right the, of this era, cleaner guitar tones that like drop into like a more like post hardcore rhythm, and like these guys do the hard or the uh, the harm thing really well because there's a big contrast in the vocal styles, but mm-hmm. it's like. It's anchored in predictability with a splash of uniqueness. And that comes from like Ben's vocal style. Damn. It's just Did you come up with that yourself? Yeah. That was a good one, right? Anchored <laughs> in predictability, but that's with a why splash thinking, of uniqueness. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling I'm you, dude. You didn't come up with it. Sometimes I got good ones. Sometimes I got good ones. Eh, I do. Few and far between, but okay. When when you do when you do a thousand of these, you know, you're bound to have a couple good ones. <laughs> 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 Your, your batting average is pretty low. That's for sure. Pretty, pretty low. <laughs> yeah. My handicap anyway. is, is 100, so no, that's not possible. Anyway, um, oh, and two. it's it's um, what? Try, I don't know. This is this is a dumb song. I don't care about it, to be honest. So, <sighs> I, I mean, you could try honesty. I don't know. 
Um, oh, anyway, God. that was that, that was, was your joke. joke right? that, 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 was that, that was that was your joke, really. That's what you want to <laughs> fucking like lead with into the next part. Okay, all right, that's fine. Voice of the Voiceless by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, God, um, the last song. Uh, the last song here. Um, what do we have here? What do, what do you got on this? Or do you want to talk about this one? I don't know. Just we just real quick because I just don't. I'll, I'll get into my wrap up after this. Actually, you talk about this. I'll talk about this, which will lead to a rant, which will lead to my wrap up, which will lead to okay. me. Yeah, the the sort of the yeah. So this is like a this one caught me off guard because the like the previous three tracks I'm. I'm zoning out. Um, I Damn just, near garbage. Damn yeah. near garbage. And then this one, this one comes up, and I thought, okay, I, I almost like was like, I'm not gonna really have any notes for this one. I forgot about it. And then it's like the faster punk song. What the fuck is this? The second part of the verse has like this weird kind of bass line that sounds kind of circusy, and you mix that with like the punk sound. It was, it's a weird combination of styles, yeah. but it fucking worked. Um, the chorus picks up really strong. Some really killer screams with the backup vocals thrown in there. It just, the song just gets me going. Like this is a playlistable song for sure. Yes. It, it's a song. Correct. Really it's only as low as it is, is because it doesn't have the nostalgia that the first four tracks do. But this is a really, this is a great fucking song. It's a killer Voice, track. Dude. It's, I'm just, I'm so fucking happy. They ended on this type of song, this faster, more aggressive, just a fantastic closer. And then yeah. they get to that part like where the guitars, like we were talking about, like the guitar, the guitars and well, the bass, they're they're like riffing off each other, and and each going off on like an offbeat. So like Jimmy Rolls had like the din 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 and then the bass hitting that low end, the guitars hitting the high end. This is the first time and kind of only time we've ever seen the guitar and the bass play off each other like that. Yeah, yeah. it's always like the guitar he's playing the rhythm part and the lead part as himself. Right earlier on in the album, we talked about that. But like this is the first time we've actually heard the bass player the doodle loop and then doop and that's cool. I like that. That's tight. I don't. That's cool. But the it last is. minute, the last minute is just build up. It's it's just it's cool, like fast, mm-hmm. like cleaner chords. Let Ben sing a little bit, but like I don't know. It but all like, leads back to a but like, but it all leads back to that faster paced punk rock type of song, and it reminded yeah. me a lot of Alkaline Trio, but like more aggressive <clears throat> than Alkaline Trio. Definitely more aggressive. Aggressive, well, because mm, Alkaline Trio would be aggressive instrumentally, but like Skeebs would never. I won't say would never, but Skeebs would never. Skeebs like to con. Skeebs likes contrast. Yeah, right? and he's a crooner too. Like he's yeah. not. He's not he's an for aggressive sure vocals. a crooner. So like like when things would be faster paced, like he would deliberately slow with thing, slow everything down with his vocal style. So yeah, I think absolutely. like like musically the yeah. last part like reminding a lot of Alkaline Trio, just like faster, like you know, like open chords, like that, that type of thing. That's a chord right there. That was really good. But anyway, coming off of nothing, lo- nothing to lose, man. That song was this, that song was a borderline stinker. It was close. Like, Wait, nothing, song? nothing to lose. Oh, like, nothing to track lose. Track eleven, the yeah. one right before it. That was a borderline stinker. That that oof. Oof. I think I think like if it if this if this album ended on nothing to lose, I would have listed that as a stinker because it list or ended on voices. Dude, I can't even talk here. On voices of violence, <laughs> oh, that's alliteration. Voices of violence. That's the only thing. Um, I didn't list nothing to lose as a stinker, but uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I'm going to my wrap up here. That's Do very it. that's very indicative of this album. Is is just. Like I like don't make me work so hard to like you. Like if you throw on like any one of my favorite albums of all time, I like it because it's just easy to get into for my taste or whatever. But even mm-hmm. like objectively, and I know like friend of the pod skip th- hit through a fucking bitch fit on our Discord the other night. <laughs> For all these fucking reasons, <laughs> honestly, the only reason why I wanted to even do this pot is fucking. Oh, cyber he was bully. on a roll. Cyber bully, that motherfucker, roll. right now. <laughs> he, was he threw on a, a fucking. fucking roll, man. He threw a conniption fit over this fucking whole <laughs> thing about the Mars Volta, but it's like it's oh, sometimes. Oh, man. That was like, so fucking funny. Sometimes records are just like it's okay to be objectively great for everybody. 
Okay, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Zeppelin Four. <laughs> everybody agrees it's a great record. There's nothing wrong with that. Even Dark Side of the Moon. That's not my favorite. That's not your favorite Pink Floyd. But everybody no. agrees that's a pretty fucking good album, dude. Yeah, it is. But also, Skip made a lot of good points in that in his ah, fussy ah, in his ah, in his fussy ah, rant. Ah, his fr his, in his fr. I don't. He, I don't. He made a lot. Of, he made a lot of good points. I don't want to hear any of the good points. I only want to focus on the negative points. That's it. <laughs> because he's not here to defend himself. Cyberbullying, dude. That well, that's called cyberbullying, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, it's just it, Billy Talent is a band that's just like I don't, dude. I just don't fucking care about. I just I don't. In in, in the grand yeah. scheme of things, when we talk when we talk like oh, what was like the coolest post hardcore group you know from the 90s 2000s like no one's ever going to talk about billy talent unless That's we're true. like focusing specifically on canadian bands or unless like someone's trying to like flex hard on their knowledge of of obscure pop punk post hardcore punk rock groups this band is is this band's not great, man, and I, 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 I hate to shit talk them so much, but they're just—they're not great. There's nothing defining about this band other than the vocals, mm-hmm. but even then, they just like did not utilize it outside the first track of their first album. This is how it goes. Is the only time for Billy Talent because even like Watouche, the Pez era, they utilized him way more. But this is how it goes. I truly believe is the only time. They utilized Ben's vocals to their extent and like could have possibly been a very unique, rare, iconic band of this era. And they've done well. You know, they sold records and they yeah. go on tour. And I, I, and that's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. But for me, like, nah. Dime a dozen here. Dime a dozen. Eh. <laughs> so like what do I get in this album? Is that where we also go yeah. to that to that point? Yeah, so so we have we have our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album but give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So what are you going to give this one? Oh, if you took, if you took this is how it goes out of this album, and that like that song was completely omitted, I would give oh this. My God. I would give this less than a two. I give this like a one point five. Okay, that's still higher than I was expecting. If if I gave you just this is how it goes, like, hey, a new band just came out. Check this out, dude. This is their first fucking song they recorded. This is the only song that anyone's ever known by this band. That's like a two point eight, because it's 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 unreal. It's fucking so bizarre. Like no one sounds like this. Nobody sounds like this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's it's unique. But the album just doesn't. Way. The al- the album just doesn't. It it doesn't it doesn't catch up. I think this is a mm-hmm. solid two. I think I think Billy Talent's debut self-titled first album. I think it's a two. I think it's a two. No okay. more, no less. That's fair. That's fair. You know, I mean, I agree with you with everything that you said about this record. Outside of you know the best song being being what it is or what you claim it to be, but um, otherwise, no, I, I agree with you. This is when you think of a post-hardcore record, you're not going to ever go to Billy Talent. You're going to go to At the Drive-In. Refused, Fugazi, Fugazi, um, get forget about it. You know you're gonna go to shit like that. You, fucking even Boxcar Racer. You know at this point, Absolutely. around the same time. You know I'd rather go to Boxcar, and not just because of Tom, but just because it's a better fucking it's a better album. This. Yeah, um, but it, it. I mean, it still has its merits. It still has some good shit on here. The nostalgia does drive hard on this one for me, um, but otherwise I'm just gonna keep repeating myself about how vanilla this band is, and you know. That's just the way she goes, boys, right? Um, keeping it Canadian, but um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, well. I'm gonna give this. I'll, I'll give this a solid. I'll give this a two out of three because I mean, the like once again, the first four songs, the last song, they're just they're they're good. They're really really good, and uh, I'll give this a two. I, I would get this on vinyl if it was at a decent price. It's like thirty five forty bucks. I'm not gonna drop that much. No. They just repressed it, dude. It's like twenty five dollars. Eh, I don't want to buy for twenty five. It's like the thirtieth or the twentieth anniversary. What the fuck it is? I right? know, I know, but I'm not. Eh. So the, don't then don't say you're gonna get it because like you know you're not gonna buy this. You see, you see, like I would buy it or whatever for like fifteen bucks. I'd get this for for sure. Come on, like new vinyl's not fifteen dollars. Come on, 
Well, I mean, if it's, you yeah. know, it was new and then used and then, you know, Mike from Nichols bought it and sold it for 15. I get it for 15. You can buy does, an OG dude. copy of this for like $30. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do it, dude. But I mean, you know, you know, if it's one of those times when we go to Red Devil and put down four giant beers, we go to Nichols and I four. see it for 25, I'll probably four. pick it up. <laughs> do we do like six? 22 ounce being, fucking beers. Bro. I was being that's conservative. Like, I was being conservative. Time, that's like that's like a hundred. That's like a gallon. Do we drink a gallon of beer? Right, 125 ounces a yeah. gallon or some shit like that. Not to mention the pizza and wings on top of it. I don't even know our own measurements. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. But yeah, anyway, I give this a two out of three. Um, and that's all I got. That's all I got for this one. Um, I think we barely made an hour, if that. That was so, an hour? That's it? I, I think it was I about an hour. I swear to think God, was. that was like fucking nine hours. I thought it was like no, I think o'clock. it was like an hour, man. But anyway, oh, Jesus. thank you all for listening. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Keep listening. Canada season is officially over. We're jumping back, ne- hit, you know, thank a little bit God. of a hint here. We're going back to an OC band for next week. Um, a band we've never done, ever. So it's new territory for us. After that, it's smooth sailing for the next three weeks. Some good shit coming up for the month of October. We're stacked for October. We're both very excited. Yeah, we're done. Don't send us your stupid fucking requests because we're not going to do it. <laughs> Even though right? next week is a request. <laughs> That's it, though. That's it. Yeah. We're done till like fucking yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Just, after after the, after next week, it's going to be everything that we, we love and we want to do because. Yes. Because fuck our Billy pod. Talent. But even though we'll probably take, you know, <laughs> requests anyway. So it doesn't fucking matter. Um, yeah. Once again, thanks for listening. Keep listening to all your friends. And that's it. That's all. Everybody is dying. I'm sick of trying.